You see, so hello, everybody, and welcome to the Reality Kingdom, where we talk about all things reality TV or whatever. I am your host, Pharaoh, and I'm joined by our wonderful, 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 wonderful co-host, Lee. Lee, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great on this wonderful. It's Monday. It's Monday. Monday. And, you know, I'm just excited to talk about Big Brother. You know, like, this is a great season. Uh, Kevin is the best Canadian winner. I'm just going to start off by speaking the truth. Period. Um, yeah, I'm ready to get into it. Ready to get into it. So, as you see, we are going to be discussing the Big Brother Canada 10 season as a whole. We're just going to talk about, you know, our favorite things, our least favorite things, et cetera, et cetera, or whatever. Um, so, fuck it. Let's just get into it. Period. Um, I just honestly, overall, let's just start off. This was a wonderful season of Big Brother Canada. This was damn near probably the best Big Brother Canada season because Mm -hmm. just week after week, it was blindside, alliance changing, power shifting, power Mm -hmm. struggles. Like it was a lot going on, and I just loved it from beginning to end. Too. Exactly, and then and then for me, like I was I was a Big Brother Canada fan, but you know, Big Brother Canada is hard to watch. So in high school, I didn't have money for no VPN. I wasn't I wasn't able to keep up with the feeds and episodes like that. So I wasn't able to really keep be into it like that, like that. And then uh, I watched Big Brother Canada nine last uh, like this year, earlier this year. And I was like, okay, so Big Brother Canada 10, I want to watch it live. So I got a VPN, and I watched it. It is really one of the best experiences. Like, I really thoroughly enjoyed myself. I feel like the shorter season, it, it, it really, it, it's like we would still be watching Big Brother U.S. Like, mm-hmm. still be going, still be stressed out. So the fact that it's ending and ending on a great note, like, this was this was a great experience. It was really good. And it was like, it it, it felt so new it felt like the new age of big brother this is the first season post cookout of big brother north america this is like you know the second by poc season so it's finally starting its footing of how the game's gonna evolve with this new casting initiative Mm -hmm. and i really really am enjoying the evolution already and it's only been what three seasons since the initiative and all three seasons i love it i do and 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 I think we're also starting to see like different archetypes now that we can call back to now that we have more by POC players. Like I feel like I can see Josh and think, oh, well, he's playing more of an Xavier game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I see Summer, I'm like, well, she's playing more of an Oz type game, something mm-hmm. like that. Or people compare Jason to Tyshawn. Like these are like we now have um minority icons that we can look back to and say, well, you're playing as good as this person. You're as good as that person. We always have, well, you're a Dr. Will or you're a dad. You know what I mean? Well, now mm-hmm. we have some other people who made it really far and are good players that we can compare people to. Like, that's fun to see. And that's important too, because honestly, um, like these archetypes that they get in these shows, it's important to understand the different archetypes because then you can make accurate comparisons. You can really like understand people's game better. And before the initiative, when black people would play, it was hard to do that comparison. It's exactly. hard to think, how can Bay like it's hard, like we never really had a Bailey, we never really had a Devon. You know, it's like these archetypes that they got when there was just one per season. It was so hard to really understand, I guess, where they can go and what they can do in the game. Now that there's just this bulk of black players and minority players it's like now we can see the 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 archetypes that they might 
fall mm-hmm. under or not or create like these are now new archetypes like exactly Xavier but, is now a new thing you know exactly and like also it's like even at the end of the day we got a cis white male winner but Kevin is not like any other winner of Big Brother Canada like the like at the beginning of this season not in a million years would you tell me that today May 9th I'll be sitting here like <laughs> Kevin is the winner of Big Brother Canada 10. We were saying like they were setting this man up. He had no chance of winning. Mm-hmm. But I think that was the reality in those older seasons. I don't think Kevin wins any of the seasons one through one through uh, eight. I don't see it because th- their structures weren't something I don't like. Big Brother Canada is usually pretty chaotic, I will say. But I think Kevin's archetype doesn't usually last in those previous type seasons because the initiative is really not only putting in my more minorities, but they're putting in just more diversity in general. Like not everyone is a pretty jock type of person. Mm -hmm. So I do enjoy the fact that in the day we got Kevin as a winner because if Jason or Gina would have won, which apparently Jason was in the fucking running for, I have no idea why Mm -hmm. that would have been the worst outcome, especially if Marty old ass would have won. I would have, yeah, off to myself. So I'm happy that it was Kevin at the end of the day. I do think it's showing a lot. Like he was the mastermind. Like mm-hmm. the mastermind. He dominated this entire game and he won. I think that's very positive movement going forward. Mm-hmm. And like in general, like BBK nine, Big Brother twenty three, BBK ten. For me, that's three great Big Brother seasons in a row. You know how many times I've dreaded a season of Big Brother over <laughs> and over and over again. I'm finally enjoying myself like i don't care that kevin won because kevin deserved it we still have a black man in second we have a black woman in third we have a pujabi woman in fourth like mm-hmm. i don't care like he like it's like mm-hmm. at least he won and the thing is kevin won on his own basis like i'm sorry if jason lynn would have won it's because she'd be pretty and white if gina would have won it because he'd be pretty and white i'm not gonna say friends should have coded mm-hmm. you know what i mean kevin earned it mm-hmm. so I, I'm, I'm happy that that's not going to be the norm anymore. You can't just be sit there, be pretty, only talk to the same people, and think you're going to get far in this game. Mm-hmm. And I like what you said about how Kevin is is Kevin won with the help of the diversity initiative too. Like these 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 new archetypes can win, and I really want to break that down because there's been this Derek Lavasser, you know, energy of BB since BB 16, even since BB 12, technically there's been this white man path to the end initiative. And what diversity does is it, it creates a diverse play style. You Mm -hmm. know, I'm not saying all white people play the same, but if you think alike, and if you are growing up in the same community, you might play the game alike, which is why we got a lot of similar seasons with the same path. You know, it's this big alliance. They all make it to the end since the diversity initiative. Um, the cookout was a big alliance that made it to the end, but not in the manner that we've been used to. It's usually been there's one person running it, there's two people at the top, and then everybody else sucks, and then you know we yeah. have all of these. This that 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 um power structure has been diminished since the diversity initiative. Mind you, the only reason the cookout even went to top six like that was because they were all black. Had that been just a, a, a non-rep, like if they didn't have to do that, because they did in their minds and in my mind, had to do that. Um, if they didn't have to do that, that season wouldn't have occurred in that march to the end way. What I'm saying mm-hmm. is, is that with this new diversity, we're going to get so many different levels of gameplay mm-hmm. in, in a new season because people of diverse cultures are going to play the game in a exactly. diverse way. 
Period. And you and you have to see kind of where the start of that happened. I feel like that definitely starts in the BB sixteen era Derek type of game style. That I get a big alliance of all the pretty people who can win competitions and dominate towards the end. That kind of become the go to strategy. And because they're casting so many people who look and act alike from similar backgrounds, I mean, you're casting damn near half the majority of the cast are just pretty Caucasian people. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're all going to want to be in the same alliance with each other and win all the comps and go down to the end. Well, mm-hmm. now as you're casting people with more substance, have more different backgrounds, come from different walks of life, like I think they're getting back to the roots of what Big Brother was. Mm-hmm. Let's bring people from all different walks of life and bring them in the house together because that's what's happening now. We're getting mm-hmm. the point of Big Brother back on track. So mm-hmm. when you have these different personalities no one's going to want to just follow the leader it's easy to run a group of people who are kind of on the same mindset of things you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. of course we're all pretty we're going to stick together we're going to get out the one black person we're going to get out the one punjabi girl we're going to get out the one uh the plus size person we're gonna you know it's like these are stereotypes that kept happening that are being broken almost immediately i mean every older person so far has made it to the top Six, top five, every single season. Marty, Tiffany, and even Tara and, and mm-hmm. Tina. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, black women are making it further now. Black men are winning. Like, these are stereotypes are being broken like that. So mm-hmm. the argument of, well, you're just not good players or maybe you're just not good players, that's clearly not true because now when you eat, the thing is, the, the, the playing, the field isn't even even because 50% is still one entire race. Mm-hmm. Let's just be 1,000% honest. But when you level it up just a bit, as you can see, look what happens. And I think even though Kevin is, you know, obviously a white man, I think he is still a uh, representative of what can happen with diversity in the season. I, I And I'm I'm happy. I'm happy about it. Mm-hmm. And like this season, it was problematic. But this season kind of shows an example of, of why diversity changes the game. Because all the pretty people did get together at the beginning. But because, based on problematicness, because kind of Kyle didn't necessarily want to work with people because he didn't relate to them. Let's be honest. Yep. Kyle did not relate to them. Not relating to people is, is good for Big Brother because it makes people divert from a, a march to the end. If Kyle just sat there, and even not just Kyle, Summer and T, Josh, these people didn't want to just work with this group because they could relate to other people in the cast. When you have diversity, you have more people that other people can just relate to better. When, you know, when when there was um, diversity in the cast, it's kind of like, yeah, this is a big alliance, but I'm not going to stick with this because my friend is Jess and she's and they're not in it. You know, my friend is Betty and they're not in it. So exactly. it, it really just it really just shakes everything up. And I love it. Like um, Betty, Betty is a clear example of that. I don't think Betty is the type of player that in most seasons could necessarily go far because I don't think a lot of people would necessarily care to want to keep her in the game. Like, if we're being honest, like, Josh wanted her further. Tanisha, Summer, like, these are people who wanted to bring her in and wanted to work with her, and I think it's because they could relate to her on a deeper level. If you're someone who know nothing about her culture, nothing about her background, you're not going to care to want to work with her. And as you can see, did Marty care to want to work with her? Not really. Did Kyle care to want to work with her? Not really. Stephanie, no. Gino and Jason Lynn tried when they wanted to, and that ended the next week. So we saw how far that went. You know what I mean? It's like she had people who had her back. So she was able to get further in the game. Mm-hmm. And and I like the cat. And I think that because of the casting, and because of the way 
they decided to finally, you know, do this casting initiative, it has helped. But I do think there could still be some work. I said at the beginning of the season, preseason, um, when we were doing the cast analysis, I said, I was like, I like the cast, but I don't think we need Stephanie and JC Lynn. And I don't think we need Kyle and Marty. Like, like Lee said, um, white people still get 50% of the cast and they're stuffing the rest of the minorities in the other eight cast members, which I don't think is necessary. As you see, um, I think this season could have been really perfect when it comes to diversity. If there wasn't two straight white men like Kyle and Gino, there wasn't two straight white women like Stephanie, because when you see JC Lynn and Gino making it so far was still a slight inkling of white privilege that they had. They didn't put in the work. I want to see a season where since it's so diverse and I'm not saying, oh, six black people, because some people think that that's what I'm OK with. Like, I'm not OK with that either. Like, I need full diversity. Like, babe, we're the Asian people. Where? Wh- why is there only one Punjabi girl? You know what I'm saying? Where are the other people? We really need representation. We need more. Oh, oh, where's the Latinos? Mm-hmm. Like, where are they at? And, and and that's and that's the sad thing. It it will never it will never happen. But we don't need fifty percent to be Caucasian. We don't. We don't. Cause that's the thing. You're selling that. You're selling that. Yeah. Thing. And the thing is, I I I, I see them trying, cause they're definitely they're getting fifty percent Caucasian. But then you're throwing in the Kevins. Mm-hmm. You're throwing in the Jesses. You're mm-hmm. throwing in the the like the Claires, the Sarah Beth, mm-hmm. the Britney. So and that helps. That a hundred percent. And I'll take it. But it's like those East. They can be mixed. I mean, yeah. is that not a mixed character? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I mean? like JC Lynn could have been a Latina. Stephanie could have been a Latina. Like, we didn't have everything represented. And and I still think it's not, I think I know it's possible because JC Lynn and Stephanie are the same archetype, babe. Yeah. Like the same archetype. Like we we had space. There was space to add certain things. And even in BB23, if we look at BB23, why was there still so many Travis, um, Christian, Brent. they're the same person, Brent. That's three of the same people. Why do you have the same archetypes? We got lucky that they didn't work. Well, not even lucky because Travis went home week one. They couldn't work with him, babe. Nope. Babes, <laughs> Frenchie was doing all of the crazy shit. They couldn't work with him. Essentially, Frenchie could have been like Marty and it could have been Marty, Kyle, and Gino all over again in BB23. And it's like the fact that Marty, Kyle, and Gino had the ability to link up. Herman is the only fully black man in there. Why is yep. there three fully white men? That's not, it's still not equal. And, right? the th- and the thing is, no matter what argument you try to say, it will never look right in the situation where you actively push every person of color out of your alliance and then you actively create a new alliance with only the white people. Mm-hmm. It, it's very obvious why you felt at the bottom of the Savage Seven at Kyle. Like he, he wasn't even. He literally was right at the bottom. Literally at the top. Actually, we were rating him the highest because he had the best position in the house. He was at the top of the side. Her mom loved Kyle. Her mom Moose loved Kyle. Mm-hmm. He literally won HOH and just assumed that for some reason her mom and Moose were just after him, and that was so weird. That was just so weird. Was really weird. And, the, and that and that and that and I guess that can kind of segue into the maybe negatives. That mm-hmm. we could see coming forward because if they get six black people in Big Brother Twenty Four, it could someone be and that's the thing. Canadians are nice, Americans are ignorant. Okay, mm-hmm. and I don't trust casting that mm-hmm. much. Okay, mm-hmm. they cast a little Southern Belle and she get up there and be like, "Oh, they're gonna be like, oh, 
all the niggas gotta go. What they like, do? And honestly, like I can't blame the the, the Southern Bell. I'ma blame casting. Why are you still casting? Because that's the, if they cast six black people, that means they only got two other minorities again. The Alyssa and the DX. That's not enough, babe. No. Like next season, we like, need. We need, we need, we need, we need Indian because bigger in the US, we don't even get Indians like that, like a Punjabi. Literally. We need Punjabis. We need a Southeast Asian. Like we don't need just like there's no, especially with men, there's no Southeast representation of men on TV. Like that's like like first time we got DX. Like yeah. that's crazy. Like it's like they don't, they do not represent the Asian community well at all. And I'm hoping after DX and after after Marai, um, that Big Brother US look into that issue because the thing is, at the end of the day, and this is two black people saying this, like we do appreciate the cookout and the diversity initiative, but y'all have to realize diversity isn't just getting more black people, okay? Mm-hmm. And that's the issue when it comes down to only keeping eight people and making us all fit into one you know, half of the cast because you're forcing us to share one. So I just hope moving forward to, to better the diversity and also not to make anything worse. They don't need to cast six black people. Like I think it can go like four, mm-hmm. and then maybe like three Asians, three Latinas. Yeah. You know, and then rock from there. I don't think because I don't want them to cast six and they just always gang up on the six because mm-hmm. that could be a problem. That could be a problem. And that's the thing. There's room. There's 16 people in the cast. You could get 16 different fucking race, racial. You can do this. They won't, but you could. And I understand, I guess, I kind of understand, the, the, oh, our target audience and da-da-da-da-da and whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. But at the end of the day, why is there eight white folks and then six black folks? That wasn't even, even that was like, what? That's it. It gave. We want the black people to shut up. Yep. So what we're going to do is get six of them. Maybe they'll shut up and then we'll move along. And it's like, babe, that wasn't it. Like, where's the diversity? And BBUS, we're on BB Canada. BBUS is bad in general because at least BB Canada, and what I do like about BB Canada is like the the identity representation as a whole. Not only do they represent race very well, because even this cast, I'm going to be honest, this cast was pretty good. They didn't just get six black people. They did get a lot of mixed race people, which mixed race people are make up a lot of the percentage of the world, like especially Canada, yeah. you know. So it 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 really makes sure they get they did get Punjabi people, they get um indigenous people. So BB Canada does do a better job, and I love the fact that they get non-binaries, they get LGBT, you know. BB US doesn't even do that. Been so in the US. I will say they did. I did. I feel like they did well with the LGBT representation last season. They did. They did better did than usual. With that. They did better than usual. But hey, they still have a lot of improvement to do. There's a lot to learn. I, I, I will say, and I hope I don't regret this. I'm hopeful for BB24. I really am. Hey, babe. I'm hopeful too, and I think that they're clearly moving in the right direction. So is BB Canada. So I'm loving that. Um, but yeah, there is there are tweaks and tweaks that we can we can get into. Um. Period. Overall, this season though, especially gameplay wise, I still love it. I yeah. really, really like it. With the gameplay, I think it was giving. The fact that we had her mom, like these were power players. No shade on BB Can Nine, but where was the? Where was the I'm so. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, BB Can Ten blew BB Can Nine out the water. I'm I sorry. Care. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I think the best thing about BB Can Nine is Daddy Tashawn winning. Uh, but that's it. Like now that I think about, it, like BBK nine is nothing compared to this season. Mm-hmm. Like 
uh, 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 contestants wise and all gameplay, mm-hmm. definitely not. <laughs> and that's another fucking thing. We're gonna keep talking about diversity, babe, because the gameplay it's mm-hmm. up there, babe. We haven't had this gameplay in a minute, yeah. especially not it being rewarded. The fact that Kevin got rewarded, the fact that the cookout got rewarded, like they are, the people are playing the game and they're getting rewarded for the gameplay. Exactly. I'm loving that. I'm loving that. I, I think, like, like I said, it, it goes back to what I said earlier. They're going back to their roots of what Big Brother is supposed to be. Yes. And OG Big Brother is the best Big Brother. Yes, literally. And that's just that, babe. That's just that, babe. Um, yeah, so I was loving Summer throughout the season. Um, summer might be my fave throughout the season. I love yeah. the play. I love the strategic play. I love everything. I love the energy. Canada's interesting because Canada has very big personalities, I feel. I feel like in U.S., it's like a little bit lackluster. But, you mm-hmm. know, like in Canada, they have these big personalities like Herman, like Tanisha, like like Moose. They really impact the game. And I just feel like it just made the season really, really good overall, honestly. I don't know. Um for me, as someone who roots for everybody black, like I love everybody black. Like, and, and same with 23. I'm loving every single season because I'm getting more and more faves every single time. Like, for once, I'm leaving a season loving more than half the cast. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, for once, I'm able to see the game from different aspects. Like, for so, like we've discussed this, but like for so long, it's like I was only able to see the, to see the game from a different perspective. Because think about it. If you're like, if you're actively watching and you're definitely like a, a favorite, like if you love someone, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna root for them. You're gonna gonna see the game through their perspective. So as someone who a lot of my faves have been uh, black women, because you know I mainly relate to a lot of them because they're black and things like that, I have to watch the game and see them struggle season mm-hmm. after season, get out early, uh, just get gaslit. Uh, get in arguments, get randomly targeted. I have to see that season after season after season. And then now for once, it's like I can see the game from like a strategic perspective because now I have faves like Tiffany and then Tyshawn and then the cookout as a whole. And then Summer's playing a great social game. And then Betty is now this wild card player who could potentially win. It's like now I can see the game from all different perspectives because I can view it um differently you know i'm not struggling to see my only representation in the house get picked on every single time i can enjoy it for what it is exactly i agree i feel the same way and it really just opens up well uh, for me and maybe for other black people for other minorities it makes it opens up the game in such a beautiful way because for a while like my mom she stopped watching the show because like you said she's viewing it from the lens of who she can relate to and that lens is it's not enjoyable it wasn't mm-hmm. enjoyable. So I don't think, I'm not sure that white people or, or white people can understand that. I feel like for white people, they've just been watching the show. Oh, I love exactly. the show. This Everybody's like, great. And do, 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 do. It's been, it's been for them just a game because that's life for them as well. They're the majority in life. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens to us, it's like, well, you know, not to get that deep, but that's, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. But like, I mean, I mean, cause like, I, I mean, the thing is, I started watching in BB14. Jody out first, okay? Mm-hmm. Candace and Howard, we all know what happened that season. Amber and Jacosta, out early. Uh, 17, Davon, we know what happened. 18, we know exactly what happened. 19, we know exactly what happened. 20, we know exactly what happened. 21, we know exactly what happened. Woo, that's rough. 
<laughs> Ooh, that's so the fact that 23, BBK9, BB23, and BBK10, people who look like me are sitting in the final threes and final six and are making moves and winning HOHs and breaking records and being all-stars and being mm-hmm. icons, being the most hated. It's like, I love it. I love it all. Because yeah. now... I see myself in the game. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's and that's great because representation matters. Her, and does. Her. And I really hope that, that they can really expand it to other other representation. Exactly. Honestly. Because um, everyone deserves it. Like, like I can even because when I when I saw DX, like, like it's amazing. the same, it's the same, it's the same thing. Because it's like I'm not I'm not Asian. So I don't know what it's like to not feel represented as an Asian person. Mm-hmm. So when I would see people say like He's the first one since G. He's the first person who can win the HOH since G mm-hmm. before. It's like, what the fuck? Like, that's a problem that's, too. That needs to be addressed problem. as well. Like, that like that should not be a norm either. Exactly. And like I I like when I was roomies with with my Indian friend, I had a lot of friends who were Indian, who were Punjabi, who were who were who were all of those things. And I was watching Survivor Island of the Idol. And Karishma was on there, and they were like, Woo! Karishma? Like a like a, a Indian on TV, and it's like, oh my god! Like they are surprised, they are shocked. They were literally watching the season with me. They ain't even fans. They're watching the season with me because they they they're critiquing Charisma. They saw the the season through Charisma's lens. Everything Charisma did, I would like literally not talk to them about it, and they would ask me randomly, "How's Charisma doing? She's still in the game." They didn't even <laughs> like her. They didn't even support her, but they were thinking about what she was doing in the game on the show that they don't even watch because. That's how little representation they get. And it just gives me chills just talking about it. And it's yeah, like, literally thinking about it. Why you saying like, I'm like, wow. Yeah, that's... it's like, it's crazy. And I have, you know, I have Asian friends. I have Hispanic friends. Like, like my roommate, he's not represented on Big Brother like that. He is a Mexican man. He is younger. He's not represented like that, especially not in a in a in a way where where he feels relatable to them. They get a lot of whitewash. To be honest, they get a lot of whitewash um, representation for the other minority groups. So when there's people who are really to their core, you know, in their minority groups and they get discriminated against and they grew up in certain um, areas, you know, it's really good to be represented that way or whatever. But yeah. Whew. You got anything else you want to say? Because. <laughs> Um, no, like, I think, I think we covered all points. Like, like I said, great, great season. Um, I think Kevin, we can get more into Kevin when we talk about his thing. So, yeah. yeah. So now we are going to get into our overall player rating, um, for the entire season and how we feel about these players as an overall situation or whatever. Now, (laughs) the gag is, um... The gag is, on the top, we have their averages. This is what we have rated them as an average throughout the whole entire season. So if they were in for one week, it's going to be their one-week rating. If they were in there for seven weeks, it's the average of the entire seven weeks. I have them in order of eviction order. Kevin is the winner, king. Um, And we haven't rated yet Helena, Betty, Josh, and um, Kevin overall yet. But we have the others. So what we're going to do is, we're just going to go through everyone. We're going to talk about their average. And then we're going to talk about the overall rating we gave them. We're just going to see, I guess, how we feel and if we want to change it. Because rating someone overall right when they get evicted versus after the entire season is over is, I feel, different. 
I agree. I feel like, I feel like if we want to, if we want to change what we gave them overall, I feel like you know we can do that. This is ours. Per the fuck. So shit, let's hop right into it. Now, Miss Melina, it's not gonna be a lot to say. But what you want to say? Well, like her her average is the same as her average, but it's like what we gave her. Which is like funny. I don't think that's changing. These first few definitely not changing. Honestly, like definitely not. She can she can just stay there. Um, we can talk about their averages real quick. What is there to say? Let's see. Um, like Melina, girl, you did your best. You did your best, and that's all you can do. Is you are beautiful. She's pretty. Be gorgeous down. Gorgeous. Very very pretty. Um. Jay, his average is a one. <laughs> there. Um, you gave him a two. There. I gave him one point five. There. We ate Stephanie. Her average is two point five. I gave her a two point five. You gave her a two. Two point five. It's giving. We ate. I don't know. <laughs> okay, Kyle. We was kind of high on Kyle. And you know what? His average makes sense because genuinely he was playing good at the beginning of the game. That that round's too high for me. I'm gonna let's let's can we break him down to a two? <laughs> That's too high for me. I think he needs to bump that down a bit. That's just his average. What you but, gave him, what we gave him as an overall player, 0.75. So as an overall player, 0.75. I've been looking at the wrong thing. I'm so slow. It's okay. I think that makes sense. Oh, yeah, wait. Because the top is the average. That's what he got overall, overall. after the three weeks. After three weeks, I averaged it, and that was what he averaged us. Uh-huh. Um, and underneath bottom. is what we rated him. Oh, when we, okay, okay, okay. When, when he got a victory. And his average rating, when we got a victory. His average rating was points of five. Well. Tanisha. Um, okay, overall. Throughout the weeks when we when we ranked her and we averaged her, she got a 4.5. I think that makes sense for the game she played this season, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This season, how she did in this cast, being grouped in with the black people, to be honest, being assumed of being this, you know, like a lot of the things that happened to Tanisha, I don't think is just going to continue to happen every single time she plays. So when we're talking about Tanisha as an overall player, and I gave her the six. I think, me personally, I'm going to stick by the six because I know I'm a little higher on people who might be around her. So I think as an overall player with Tanisha that in majority of seasons, if five is average, I think Tanisha is above average. Because I do feel like a lot of players, I think the average Big Brother player is not that good, let's be honest. And so I think a lot of players aren't going to be able to have the bonds Tanisha had within the alliance that wasn't a real alliance, but within the new formed pushed alliance, she had the closer closest relationship to Betty, Summer, Moose, and Herman. She was the closest to all of those people. She was really, really close to Helena, and she had good bonds with Josh. She was really close to Josh, and she had good, good bonds on the outside. She was in another alliance with the Savage Seven, with Gino, Herman. She was in an alliance with damn near everybody in the house, and I think in a season that isn't right after the cookout, mm-hmm. that she really does. She can succeed. I think she is a really good player, honestly, because I could see a season where Tanisha wins. Even this season, I could see her winning if it hadn't been what it had been. Um, because especially when it's a, a, a lot of... This season was very erratic, and mm-hmm. there was a lot of different things going on. I think in a more stable season, Tanisha could really succeed. So for me, I'm going to keep her there, but how you feel? 
I think I want to drop her down to a 5.5. No shade, no shade, no shade. Just because looking at the overall view of the season, I'm also trying to think on the point of if she didn't go home that week and she continued in the season, what could she have honestly done? Mm -hmm. And I don't think she would have been able to do much. I I do think earlier on, even before they were being grouped together, a lot of people were saying kind of uh, bad things about Tisha and wanting to target mm-hmm. her. That's when we started separating her and Summer a lot more. And uh, honestly, a lot of me bringing her down is because with Summer, you know, I started saying lower her game and I have a mm-hmm. designated score for her. Mm-hmm. And I need, I want to, I want to, I do think Tanisha is a lesser player than Summer, so I I mm-hmm. need I can't I just I can't keep Tanisha a six if I'm not gonna give Summer a six. I agree with that because I know what I'm gonna give Summer, and it applies. Is I agree with that honestly. Um, I see what you're saying. I really agree with that, and I like that. <laughs> I can see myself bringing her down to a five point five, but not today. I think because there's still what is it called postseason, whatever you know recency bias. There's still recency bias with it. I can see myself literally next season be like, what did I give it to me? I'm going to give it out of six right now. Um, Jess. Jess. Jess is Jess. They did what they did. Um, I think a 2.5 is accurate. I think a good thing about Jess, especially with the diversity initiative, I do think they are moving. I, I, I do think what happened with Jess this season is not something that would happen any old season with Jess. I, I do think moving forward, Jess can be accepted. I think Jess' personality is just terrible. Uh, I don't think this is indicative of the uh, non-binary community with Jay and Jess. Uh, I can't, honestly, I can't even say that because I did not represent that community. It's just, I think Jay and Jess are just, their personalities are freaking horrible. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, like, from what I see, from what I saw Jess on, in the house and from what I see from Jay on Twitter, they are both I would. I don't like them. I don't yeah. like them at all. Yeah. Um. So, but I, I do think um, they can win comps, and that was great. I don't like the fact that I ended on a three with them, so I want to bring them down to a two. <laughs> Yo, I know that's right. Yeah, honestly, I do feel like the diversity initiative in Canada, Canada. In, in Canada includes, you know, um, non-binary, LGBT, you know, a lot of different diversities. So in Canada, especially, it's I think it really is beneficial to players like Jess and Jay who are non-binary because there are people like um, Josh who are inclined to want to work with them. You know who who feel who feel comfortable working with them, um, even if Josh is in an alliance with all the pretty people, he still was more inclined to work with Jess and Jay. Literally, mm-hmm. so I think like adding like like we were talking about adding the um, LGBT community in more diverse ways and like inclines people to want to work with them. You know more often and that's really 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 good and i really like that um keep that up her but i'm keeping them out of two i'm going to talk about herman um i want to defend myself before the girls look at it and be like Woo, i think herman is a really good player i mm-hmm. do i feel like overall as a player herman is really really good i just did a rewatch of every big brother season ever and i've been rating every big brother <laughs> he season. has y'all he has <laughs> and i've been rating literally every single player of big brother and honestly, I think Herman is just genuinely one of the better players ever. The mm-hmm. way that he's able to to um, position himself, his positioning is such an active thing that he does, and it's so great. And in this season, he didn't even want to do weekly weekly positionings, but he was forced to do weekly positionings. And literally every week, he had to reposition himself 
in a good way. And it worked every week until Kevin, who I think is one of the best players damn near ever, literally out of the game. So I don't think in a season without Kevin, one of the best players in Big Brother history, Herman necessarily goes home because Marty said, I wasn't taking Herman out, and he wasn't. Without Kevin's influence, Herman would have made it probably past the damn triple. He probably would have won the triple. You know what I'm saying? Like, I genuinely think Herman in a in a um a season not right after the cookout and a season with not such great players like Kevin that I think he does really, really well. And I think he can win. He has like the the Tashan, the Xavier, he has that to him. Um, and also he has the by POC uh, initiative. And also he's more strategic than Tashan and Xavier in my mm-hmm. opinion. And they both won too. I think if if, if Herman replaced Tyshawn and BB Cannon, he would have won the game too. So who am I to not give him a 7.5 in my opinion? I do think, you know, if we were doing different than, you know, if we weren't doing point fives, I'd probably give him a 7.2, you know, 7.3. But we are doing point five, so I'm going to give him 7.5 for it. So that's how I feel. So I definitely, I want to raise Herman up to a 6.5. And here's why. Because like and you made a great point. Looking at after the season, which is why I think this is so important, I, if I can sit up here and say that Kevin is up there with the Dr. Wills and Dan's and Derek's of the world, mm-hmm. um, then Herman got taken out by one of them, which Literally. I can't say that he's a terrible player because of that. And also, you have to think, you have to go into a lot of the mishaps as to why his game wasn't as good as it was supposed to be. One, a lot of implicit bias from people thinking the Black people were all working together. Mm-hmm. A mishap with Kevin from miscommunication with Summer because mm-hmm. Summer had created an alliance with Kevin that her mom was in. However, the Blacks wasn't really communicating like that because guess what, y'all? They weren't actually in an alliance. So mm-hmm. they didn't really trust each other with any information because guess what? They weren't in an alliance. Mm-hmm. So they weren't communicating as well as they should have been. And they didn't really, either of them get the memo that Kevin was working with them. So when Kevin approached her mom earlier in the season to for a final two and to work together, you know, Herman kind of brushed him off and was like, I'm working with Kyle. Mm-hmm. And that's when Kevin realized Herman is playing both sides. Now, Herman was playing both sides, but it wasn't to the extent that Kevin thought. Mm-hmm. I do think Kevin saw him as more of an enemy than what he actually was. He Well, he was in the sense that I think Herman could have won. He is a great player, but he wasn't doing all of the things that you thought he was actually doing. He really started mm-hmm. to villainize him a lot more than I feel like he actually was. Yeah. Um, so I do believe that if all of those things weren't working against him, which are things he could not control, most of which coming from the color of his skin, that he would be a great player. The only issue is that I just think he got he just got ran over so much in the season. I don't feel fully confident giving him that seven. Yes. I do think if he gets returning, like if he comes back on a second chance type season, or if he came back like in a BB Cam five type half half uh, players, half people, I think Herman would eat. If he doesn't have those implicit biases holding him back, I think Herman will be a great player. Mm-hmm. Um play again i really do i think her could win a hundred percent yeah 100 um and it's interesting all of the like you know all of the the weird issues that went on with his game it kind of is shown in the average if you see the average all of those issues we applied those in his average rating but when it comes to his overall rating you know overall rating. so it's really interesting how that worked out but let's talk about moosey poo um you can talk about moose first so, Moose, I just feel like you got to be lower on Moose, I feel. Because I'm going to bring him down to that four. Because I do think a positive from Moose is that he can win competitions. I do think he can be persuasive. He, along with Herman, got fucked by a lot of the implicit biases in the house. Which sucks for Moose because Moose isn't even black. 
Like that really sucks yeah. for Moose. Moose just Moose got coarse hair and a big nose, and it was like, well, he a nigga too. Like that is so messed up. <laughs> literally, like, literally. So I, I, but, but the difference between Herman and Moose, and I think that's what you have to really analyze when you get to the end of it, is that how did they handle it when they got placed in this very unfortunate and very unfair situation? I do think some players handled it better, and then some didn't. And I think Moose is someone who was never able to rebound, and that's an issue. Um, I do think – and I think he could come back. I do think he's someone that Canada would bring back randomly, and I do think he could probably lose again. I, it's just he clearly does not have a good grasp of the game fully. Maybe if he go home and study and come back and, and really is passionate about it, he probably could. Because I do think he does have a good inkling about him. It's just we never really could see it. Mm-hmm. So I, I, did, I do think I have to do a metaphor. Yeah, and I'm going to keep him at a 4.5 because, and I think I want to just, like, explain for the audience. Um, I do include kind of competition abilities and, and you know, how, how likely it is for them to win a competition and a lot of things in my rating. I feel like, you know, I don't think that's necessarily necessary to include, um, but I do, and that's why I'm going to keep that point five, just because the fact that he can win a comp um, just off rip I think is just such a positive. For example, if Jess is uh, the week Jess went home, if it wasn't a safety chain and it was an HOH, and let's say it was a week long HOH and not a double eviction HOH, Moose winning an HOH is so beneficial. I feel to, to his game. If he had won an HOH this season, I think we probably would be giving him a five right now because he would have been able to form that alliance exactly to, to really help. It. And the uh, the fact that he has the ability to win HOH, and I feel like it's fair to say that because some people didn't win an HOH this season. You went the whole season, no shade, Summer. And you didn't win an HOH even when you tried, Summer, no shade. But I think the fact that some people still don't win comps and some people still win comps way more than others, the fact that Gino won most of the comps, Marty won most of the comps, it shows that being good at comps still does kind of matter. So that's why I'm going to keep it up. And you know what? I think that's kind of like the beauty behind that archetype. Like we've said before, like there's a certain type of archetype that has to win vetoes to stay in the game, like the James Ryan, the yeah. James, uh, the James, the BB BB Nine, Crazy James. Yeah. Uh, like I feel like they kind of fit that Scotty, like Hamza, them. They're never able to get that HOH to really solidify something. And if they do, they don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that crazy guys. And so, like they they keep going for they keep getting safety. But they're never able to get power, mm-hmm. which exactly. is a problem. Which is really interesting. And it's funny how Moose, the one time he won like a HOH, it wasn't an HOH. It was safety. It's so funny. It's funny. Like they just win that safety. Um, but there's a world where I think he can win HOH. But yeah, I'm going to give him a 4.5. Now, Gino, baby. And look, I feel like this is another thing that I want to say about these ratings. When it comes to rating a player, I think it's important to include their privileges in their rating. Oh, <laughs> And I think it's important to include that because privileges do help you in the game. Whether it's fair or not, they help you. It's like if a basketball player is tall, Shaq, like Shaq is not the best basketball player, but when you rate him as a player, you got to put him high because because he's tall, he can shoot the ball better, period. So because you know he's a white man and attractive, he can shoot the ball better. So, <laughs> there you, so therefore, his rating isn't, you know, you know as a player, Overall, I think is zero. A three point five. I don't even think it's a four. I think it's a three point five, but I'm giving him a four. Me, me, my rating. Me, my rating. I'm giving him a four because of that. Like because of that. Just um, 
What did what was what word was I using? It was a good word. Privilege. Privilege. <laughs> because of that privilege that he has, I'm gonna give him a four. I don't think he's a good player. I don't think he's smart. I don't think he's good. I think he's a three point five. When I when I'm thinking about the people to compare him to, I see Jeremy from BB fifteen. I see Caleb from um BB sixteen. I gave all of those all of them people threes. Um, but honestly, they're probably four because they're probably gonna make it far in most seasons because they are white and attractive and can win a comp. That's all I can say about Gina. Yeah, I, I, I do. I think I'm gonna bump Gina up to a four as well because I think okay. even even taking away the privilege, I, I think I will say he's not a hundred percent dumb. Like you know, I do think in retrospect, looking back, taking out Kyle was a great move for him. Um, now taking out trying to take out Gino, I mean, he did back up on that. They changed their mind, which I think was a good thing because I don't, I don't. Maybe it wasn't because Marty got out, you know. No, it wasn't. It wasn't actually. He should have got out. Marty. That's the thing. Um, so he, no, he for him too much. He's he's not. No, I'm just I'm just I'm just mentioning okay. the positives. He wanted to target Marty, and Marty's the reason why he has ass went home. So I think uh. that was a good call. At the end of the day, if he would have got to the end of this game, which was not impossible, Marty is just senile. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. It's not impossible. Marty is senile. Gino would have won this game, and that's scary. That even in this with the Bot POC initiative that Gino and Jason Lane competition have still won. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think let's let's be a thousand percent clear. Mm-hmm. A lot of the reason why he was able to make it far, 90% of it actually, mm-hmm. 99.9% oh. actually, is because he is a beautiful white man. One mm-hmm. percent is that he's not completely an idiot. I think so. he's completely an idiot. I genuinely think the only reason he made both of those moves is because someone told him to. And that means you're completely an idiot. Sure, it helped, but they only helped his game because it helped their game. Like, Summer making him backdoor Kyle. Well, no, he wanted to get Marty out, but he backed away from it, so never mind. But he, he only wanted Marty to get... He, first of all, he only wanted to get Marty out because everyone... So why we get, so why we give him a before? I'm giving him a before because I think his privilege brings him up a lot in his competition. I'm doing it because competition, privilege. Four. Yeah. Why are you doing it? White privilege. Okay. Um, Marty, I'm not a one. You go first. I'm staying. I have no respect for that man. I think he's now. I think he's crazy. I think any season he has to stay in that house, he will go crazy. He is cracked. Anybody can convince him of anything. He's slightly prejudiced. I don't trust him. He's slightly homophobic. I don't trust him. I do not like him. He does not respect black women. He does not respect the LGBT community, and he does not respect me. I don't like it. I don't like him. He's staying the one. He's staying the one. He was never gonna win. He's seen out and he's oh cracked God. out. I don't okay. I disagree. I think there's a world where Marty wins. I if you go watch the honestly, pre-season. honestly, Pharaoh, uh-huh. this is hundred percent just to bring his average down. I, I'm being so serious. You're lucky I'll give him a zero point five. Oh my god. I genuinely think there's a season, there's a way Marty can win. I don't think Mar- I think Marty's a better player than Gino, honestly. So I'm probably gonna bump him up. Um, because just to talk it out, I think Marty is strategic. I think he's very smart with his decisions, even deciding to keep Josh, even though Josh was going to stay. It's like he was a smart player for doing that because he kind of realized Josh was going to stay. He also kind of realized that trying to work with Josh was kind of going against Josh. Marty was smart enough to create an alliance with the white men, and it worked. So Marty was smart enough to uh, have a final two with Summer. I don't give a damn. He had a relationship with Tanisha. He had a final two with Alina. Marty has such good, I feel, gameplay. He's crazy. I'm going to give Marty a 4.5, actually. I'm going to bump him. Uh, he about one, I'm, one, one, one. I'm doing the Lord's work. Whew, thank God. 
You are. Actually. I'm doing the Lord's uh, work. Let me, let me, let me put you in your place real quick with Summer. Why did you give Summer a five? Let me get into this. Summer was never a five, in my opinion. So I in love your it. opinion. I feel like social players are sixes usually. Um, doing <laughs> going back thinking about all the people I've rated. I think being a social player is very, very, a very strong strategy, but it's hard to win on pure social abilities. But I do think Summer could have won the season in a different universe, in a universe where Josh is more pro-black women. No shade. <laughs> the one, because, you know, in that universe, Helena's gone, Marty's gone. Summer's in Final Five with Kevin, JC Lynn, who wants to work with her, Kevin who wants to work with her, Betty, who wants to work with her, and Josh. So there's a world where I think Summer does win this game, honestly, truly. And I don't think that world is too far away from us. That's like the next multiverse over, in my opinion. So I do feel like Summer is a really good player. <laughs> I, I find players like Summer or, or or Bailey or Brittany Haynes, I find them to be very good. They just need strategy. And Summer is a little bit more strategic, I feel, than some of them. She was able to get Kyle backdoor. She had influence. She had a lot of influence pre-Jess's week which was important. She had really good bonds, really good relationships. She was very good at maintaining those. Um, and I do think and if she came back, she could do good. I think if a, a hundred seasons went by, she could definitely win a good, you know, 10 of those. Um, because I do feel like she has such, such a lot of good quality. She's not going to mm-hmm. come. Um, but I do think that I'm going to just keep her at a 6.5. I think she's above average. And I think that she's, just so smart. Like, she damn near almost won in, you know, in the right world. Mm-hmm. And I, and I'm, I'm going to bump her up to a 5.5. Just because, I like, okay, I want to start with the positive on Summer. I do think she is a really great player. I will say that. But similar to her mom in the sense that I do think she was able to handle being, being brought with diversity. But she started stumbling the bag a lot more than what I could personally take. But her strongest suit is her social game. And unlike a Josh, I feel like she is very strategic with her social manipulation. Mm-hmm. Like the way she was uh running through that house like a tomb raider pre-jury, <laughs> like she had everyone in the palm of her hand. Like she was the deciding factor that sent Kyle home. Period. Down. You know what I mean? Everyone wanted to work with Summer. Everyone wanted to be in Summer's camp. But my issue with Summer is that I feel like she messed that up herself, and that's why I can't go all in on Summer, especially with a score of a six, because I feel like she started saying things and and. and doing things that really made her allies distrust her, really made people not want to work with her. I will say she made up for it because her social game was so great. Like you said, if she did get past that hump with, you know, uh, 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 um, the coon Josh, then, you know, she would have been in top five five in probably the best position. But that's the thing. She was, she was, she had no respect from the jury. If she ended up getting the final two without winning any of those competitions, she probably wouldn't have even won. So I don't, that, I don't I don't agree with that necessarily. I, I, I do because I hearing the opinions of the jury and how they weren't even necessarily respected Betty's game like that, I thought yeah. they would have I thought as soon as Betty won those two few competitions, they Betty would be a would be would easily beat Kevin and Josh. No, yeah. that's the thing. I understand not Kevin, but I didn't get uh, definite that she would 100 percent beat Josh. That there was no definite. She said she said that the jury said there would be a chance. He would have won if he took Betty. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. So if they didn't respect Betty, 
I don't think they damn sure wouldn't respect Summer, especially if she didn't yeah. win any of those competitions to get there. And that's a problem. And that's my downwards on her. But mm-hmm. I do feel like, like you said, if you bring her back, I think she needs to be, she needs to study up on the game a bit more. I felt the same about Bailey. Yeah. And we saw that in All Stars about Bailey. I think Summer and Bailey are, they definitely go hand in hand when I think mm-hmm. of like archetype. And Bailey, she she studied up on the game. She knew what she needed to do and she went to All Stars. She still got played over mm-hmm. because people are stupid and follow the leader all the time and Big Brother, you know, old Big Brother. Yeah. But if Summer were to, I think, really study up on the game and come back into like a returning type season, I do think Summer could potentially win. I do. But I have to see it, is my yeah, thing. I see it. It's funny because I feel like Bailey would have won about this season, baby. For her oh, in 23, she would have won BB23. She was Aza. If it wasn't Aza, it was Bailey. Ah, okay. Um, JC Lynn, babe. We're gonna. I'm gonna keep her at her three. Like I do think. Uh, we we was definitely playing Jason Lamb uh, face earlier in the season, but she deserved it. She deserved it. Were we? Because when I went back and look, we were giving her one point two five. But what was she doing? She wasn't doing anything. Like uh, her game. Like it's like the biggest thing about her game is that she can win safety. The thing is, Gina was the main reason keeping her safe. And does she even get in that show match every season? Well, that's the thing. She probably do. She gonna pop that puss for some safety. I know that's right, JC. So at the end of the day, it's gonna be a three. Like she didn't give us much. There's not much to discuss. There's not much to discuss at all. Wow. I, I will like, say she could have won the season. She could have won. And I'm so glad we won that timeline. She would have won as a three. I know that's right. I she might have gave her a four. Honestly, I would have been, been so mad. I would have been together, There's not much else to say. Next. Ah, Halili, girl. Now, I've been dragging my sis all season, but I'm going to give her some positives. You want to go first? You want me to go first? I think I, I, I'm going to settle at a six for Helena here as well. Oh, okay. I do think Helena is a fabulous player. I think she's someone, she is someone at the end of the day that prioritizes safety over, I feel like, winning the game. I think Helena was playing to get further in the game and not playing to win, and that's an issue. I think a lot of players play like her, and they usually end up not freaking winning because you cannot win from just saying staying in the in the shadows the whole entire time. You have to allow people to see the type of game you're playing. I think Helena that week when Tanisha went home, we've discussed this so many times, she gave the game to Kevin. And at that point, she was doing everything for Kevin. She would say on feeds that, I think this is best for your game, but I, I'm willing to do it. I will throw my game away for you. I, I want to get nominated for you. That's not markings of a good player. I think she does great work, but it's work to help Kevin. She does great work, but it's things that does not, it, it, it's never going to, it's not, it's not ever going to help her. Like, there was no reason for her own allies to be cut. There was no way she was winning this game. That was very clear. And I do think, honestly, her attitude can be a little bit better. Like, the, the, the goodbye message to Jason was corny as hell. I'm sorry. It really was. And the way she left that game, bitter at Josh, as if y'all wasn't planning on cutting him weeks and weeks and weeks prior to. It's just like, and she came out as if she's just, they just knew I was going to win. You were not winning, Helena. Mm-hmm. Like that, and that also just shows me you were not aware of what the hell was going on. Like, I think she let Kevin because Kevin will always gas you. You notice that was Kevin's strategy. Oh, you're gonna beat me, you're gonna beat me. I don't know how the fuck they fell for that shit. I would have been like, Kevin, get out of my face, like you're winning. I, but I, think, I think they honestly believe that because he will always hype when he was like, You're awesome, you're not nominated, you're a great player, like you're the best player, big money. Are you? And I think, I, honestly, Helena would sit up there and Helena would be like, I am, I am. 
Helena is a great player, but she's not that girl. She's yeah. a girl, but she's not that girl. You know what I mean? Um, I do think Helena, if she came back, I do think Helena, if she were to fix those things, not be a follower the entire time, she could win. I think easily the week Tanisha went home, if she had been like, Tanisha's not going home, we can accomplish splitting the house without Tanisha going. And they could have. Uh, All she had to do was vote the other way. Tanisha stays, Moose goes. Moose, who doesn't even like, I'm not going to get into it. But um, I agree with a lot that you were saying. I want to do, I do want to speak a little bit on the positives. I'm always dragging the girl, so let me be nice. Um, I think Helena's a great player. I think she's very, very savvy. I remember at the beginning of this game, I was one of the Helena stands. I was capping for that girl down because Helena was doing so well. She had damn near everyone. She was very sneaky, and I loved her pre-Tanisha Week game. I really, really did. Um, I think she has such good qualities. I think she's strategic. She's smart. She can win a comp. But in BB Canada, especially because we're rating Canadian players, in BB Canada, you have to be able to make the move. You have to be at the forefront. You have to be the boss bitch. You can't be the sidekick and win, babe. You can sidekick in U.S. and win, but this ain't U.S. So I do think that that passiveness to her gameplay is risky because we've been talking about it, Lee. People like Michelle, um, people in Survivor, Michelle, um, in Survivor, Natalie, and Big Brother, people like Casey, people who play this under-the-radar game, and they play this second-in-command game, it's harder for them to win, you know, because they're under the radar. No one knows what you did, babe. So if you're playing an under-the-radar game, it's harder for you to win. When Tyler lost, it was hard for him to win because he played so under the radar, and no one knew what the fuck Helena did. Every time somebody went to the jury, they were like, Helena who? Helena what? Helena where? She didn't do anything. She was at the bottom of every person's list, and it's because she was so passive a player. You can't be a passive player, bitch. You got to be that girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so I'm, so I'm going to give her a seven. I do think she's really good. I think she's really smart. I think she has great qualities, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I do want to I do, wanna, I do wanna do an edit because I I, I I feel like if I gave her mine a 6.5, I have to give her a 6.5. Okay. At least. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to play in her face like that. I'm going to give her a 7.5. I was going back and forth. Between the seven and the seven point five, and when I gave her a seven, like, I, I, I just feel like I, just, I can't, I can't play in her face all the way like that. You can't play in her face. You can play in her face. Seven point five. About what? What with her mind? And I think it makes sense, honestly, in a season where she's black and he's Punjabi, he probably wins. Let's be honest. I said what I said. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, baby. Oh, Philip. You don't let my out. I love Betty. You know, somebody told me to stop doing it. Let me go. I love Betty so much. Honestly, I was real low on Betty going into this game. I was like, Betty's not doing anything. What the fuck is a Betty? But as we see, when you add diversity, we get players who surprise us. We get players who do things out of the norm. I don't know. I love Betty because she is like a boss-ass player with the mask of a goat. She's not really a goat. She could have won this game. She could have got the jury vote. The jury respected her. She came. She saw. She conquered. Honestly. I do feel like strategy-wise, Betty has a good head on her shoulders. At first, I wasn't sure. But it's clear that she knows how to get in an alliance. She knows how to make relationships. She knows how to, you know, target people when needed to be. She convinced Josh to target Kevin. 
She was, um, you know, playing in Summer's face when she really didn't like Summer. You know, she's really, she really does good things. Strategy. I do feel like Betty's always going to have a rough start in the game because she's not as social as a lot of Big Brother players are. And I think that that does bring her down. But in general, I genuinely just think that she has something about her that just makes her a good player. I don't know. It's like she has like a like a fight, a fire to her. Exactly. And I think that, and I think that fire is, is very beneficial, especially in BB Can, because in BB Can, people look for people who have that boldness that fire they look for that fire in the bb can winner which is why josh might have lost to her i believe josh is just so passive and i think they realize that and i think they're like betty's just that girl like you know it's hard to lose when you're that girl i'm gonna give betty a five i think she's replacement level i think their season she can win their season she might not win i think that she has good qualities i think she has some bad qualities but i think in general that she's a replacement level player I'm going to settle on a 5.5 for my sister, Patricia. There you go. No, I'm sorry. And I was always high on Betty from the beginning because I knew, I knew this. I saw this. I was like, what's going to end up happening? All of this mess is going on. My sister's going to be able to sneak by. She can win a few competitions at that end game. She could potentially win this game. And like I said, they did say that he couldn't have had a chance. But honestly, looking at those in-game speeches, Josh was not that confident in his speaking. I do think Betty could have got up there and really ate his ass up. Like, <laughs> honestly. Because she had a story and she had a lot going for her. I do think she definitely could have been a threat to win. And I think she's someone who could be a threat to win in, in several seasons. Like, the thing is, like, I do think this is going to be the norm going forward. The setup of this house, the dynamics that she has to deal with. And I think Betty's the type of player that could honestly consistently do this. I think if Betty comes back again, she can do this again, but this time actually win. I think she's a strong social player. Like people want to keep Betty in the game. You know, she yeah. she she really and, and maybe it is because she's slightly emotional. They they want to connect with her because they don't want to piss her off. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, Summer was questioning it uh evicting her and then she got her to stop doing that in the day. Mm-hmm. That was dead it. And then she made a final four alliance to make sure she was staying. And then she had another final four alliance with Helena and Kevin. Mm-hmm. The girl was working every single angle. And then when she needed to, she was able to flip Josh against Kevin to the fact that she was the sole vote. I think her mistake there was not evicting Kevin. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> Helena would not have put in that work to get out to get out um Betty over Josh. Betty over Josh. And that's the thing. And remember we were saying we were like when we're doing the final four deep vibe, it was like Kevin's thing was not getting out Betty. Well, mm-hmm. now Betty took out Kevin. No matter mm-hmm. what Josh said, Betty should take out Kevin. But Betty knew that because she even said, I want to evict Kevin, but I'll do whatever you want because mm-hmm. she's loyal to the soil and mm-hmm. she was going to respect that. I don't want to do it that hard, but I don't, that man, Josh. That well, hashtag that man, Josh. So I'm just, I'm, I do think she has a lot of potential. I think she's played this time. I think she sees what it takes. She saw that she had to be more cutthroat. She saw she had to be more strategic. She's capable of making alliances. She's capable of winning competitions. Fuck the bullshit I'm giving her six. I think there's a hump that Betty has to... <laughs> it's funny because you think you saying all this. I'm thinking about giving her a lower score. I think that there's a hump. You're mad. Okay. I'm going to keep her at five for real. But I think there's a hump that Betty has to cross every season. And it's like the Kyle, Tanisha, Stephanie. But I think she could cross it. I, I think she could. Let me tell you. I think this season, it was very, for example, Gino 
is not always going to turn on his ally and vote out Kyle. If he didn't, Betty would have went home that week. And I see a lot of seasons where he just does And Betty just goes home that week because Betty didn't have the votes that week, babe. Betty was out that week. And so I do think there's a hump. And even Jess. Jess didn't have to put up Tanisha. She could put up Betty. And that would have been the safer route. But she didn't. But she didn't. They didn't. But they she didn't. Did oh, they did it. They did but it. Every but damn. But, but I'm thinking about Betty's chance in every season, or in a lot of seasons, or if she plays again, or or as an overall player. You're and mad. I do think I, I'm mad. just saying. You're I feel mad. Like I'm so on Betty. Because this is weird because you're mad. Right. You're mad. So keep in mind. Betty's name. not that girl. She it's is. Just, she's just that. Girl. Girl. Mm-hmm. Right. So the last one standing, actually. I think there's a hump that Betty has to cross because her personality is a little bit. But you, you know, know what? But you know what? Polarizing. You know what the hump is? You know what the hump is? Massage mm-hmm. Renoir. And I'm not docking points for Massage Renoir. I know that's right. <laughs> Look, okay, so I'm gonna leave, we're gonna leave it there and we're gonna talk about this. We're gonna talk about jobs. Let's talk about Josh. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> if you got earphones, I'm sorry. Let's talk about Josh, babe. That, you know what? We're going to keep it real cute. We're not going <laughs> to. No, Josh, YouTube, please. Josh, if you're watching this, I got a bone to pick with you, Daddy. If you're watching this, Boy, I could call you a lot of names. Look, Josh, I think had he been less anti-black women, he could have won this game. However, he was more anti-black women. I said it, babe. Love you, though. Mwah. Yes, Um, as a player, mid, mm-hmm. as a player, I feel, okay. There's active social players. There's not active social players. You remember the analogy about Shaq early in the video? As if, if you have a natural ability, I'm going to I'm gonna rate you high for that. Um, if you have a natural ability to just be naturally liked socially, like Josh, that's good. But it's better if you're actively social like Summer. So Josh being naturally liked, I think, is good for his game. I think he has an ABC knowledge of the game which makes him capable of not making mistakes. And I think not making mistakes is good. It's similar to Xavier. I think if Josh won this game, it would be similar to an Xavier win because he didn't make mistakes at the beginning of the game. And that got him to the end of the game when he can win comp. That's exactly what happened with Xavier. He didn't make mistakes at the beginning of the game. He got to the point where he can win comp. He won comp. The issue about Josh is that at the end of the game, he started making mistakes. So it's like you, you, the one thing I feel like he had that could have got him the win, which was he doesn't make too many mistakes, he started to do. So it really brings his score down. He has a natural social ability and he's kind of smart strategically, but not enough to not make these vital game damaging mistakes. He could have won the game if he didn't make so many big mistakes at the end of the game. I think he gets emotional a lot in his decision making. There's players who can play emotionally and it works for them because their entire game is based around that. Like Betty. Betty's entire game, her social game, her strategic game is based around how she feels. You know, I don't think so. It kind of makes her strategic because her relationships are who she's aligned with. 
because she's socially with Josh, she's with Josh strategically, so she can be emotional, and it still helps her game, because the people she's with strategically, she's with socially. With Josh, it's not the same. Since he's so all over the place, um, socially, when he makes strategic decisions, he needs to decide who he's going to go with. He always makes the wrong decision, in my opinion. I think the triple, he made the wrong decision. I think at final four, um, I mean, at final three, he made the wrong decision. So with that being said, I think his positive, like his natural, man, like because he's a man, there's a man privilege. Because he's social, there's a social privilege. Um, because he's slightly attractive, there's a slight attraction privilege. He has privileges. Um, and I think his privileges brings him to a five. And his competition ability brings him to a five. I'm going to put him out of five. Mm-hmm. Replacement level. Exactly. I, I think I'm also going to go with a five one, Josh, just because my issue with Josh, and this is my biggest issue with Josh, is that he could have had one of the best games of all time. I think better than Kevin's. He had the opportunity. He had the he had the uh, the competition. Um, 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 possibility because he said he was throwing the competitions he had the social ability and the strategic i mean it wasn't that hard just keep him in the game that benefits you the issue with josh is that he wanted to be a sidekick and he wasn't even the head sidekick helena was helena was kevin number kevin number two you were kevin number three (laughs) you couldn't even be the you couldn't even be the main you couldn't even be the bottom bitch you was the bottom's bottom bitch and that's not good, Josh. Like, that's my issue is because he had the opportunity to really take this game and just run with it. But he sat up there and he let Kevin and Helena play in his face all season. And even at the end, where Betty made him see what was actually happening, he still let that man get in his head. I can't respect that. I can't respect that because that shows me that even all the way up to the end, you can be persuaded to make the decision that is not in your best interest, and that don't make a goddamn sense. This was a hundred thousand dollar decision, and you fumbled the bag, nasty. <laughs> it's not even like you can't even compare it to Cody taking Derek because Cody took someone that he's still friends with to this day. Josh ain't talking to Kevin next month, <laughs> and if he do, I mean, I guess that's the gag. They may be brothers for life. Maybe he'll give him fifty thousand, but this was embarrassing. Down. The fact that he probably would have lost to Betty as well. Mm-hmm. But it's the fact that he at least had a chance against Betty and he was persuaded into thinking he did it. Mm-hmm. It's just, and you can't even use the argument that, well, because, you know, with Harmon, it's like, well, he got played by the best player. But no, Josh got used like a rag dog by the best player. So I, I have to be lower on him. Like you said, there are positives. He's a great social player. And I do think if he were to learn... He could also come and really dominate this game. I think in most times he's going to get in a great position. Most seasons he can make it pretty far, but also there's going to be a lot of seasons where he don't talk to people at the beginning of the game, and they actually get his ass out because of it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of negatives about Josh that need to be fixed, and I do think he had a chance to win it, and he fumbled it on his own merits. So that's why I have to be lower. Yeah, I agree. And I will say what I noticed by doing my rewatch and rating all the players on my rewatch, the further you make it in the game, the more opportunities it is for us to see your mistake, to see why you're a bad player. Someone who goes out early like Tanisha, um, we don't see her go to the end with Kevin and lose, you know, because she didn't make it that far. It's so much easier to see Josh's game because he made it to final two. We saw everything, babes. 
We don't know how Herman could do if he makes it to the end. We don't know how Summer could do if she makes it all the way to final. Babe, we saw from beginning to end. So since we, because if he would have went home, where Summer went home, he would probably be like a seven because he didn't make. The, if Kevin just took him out at seven, it it would be like oh, okay, like you know, you didn't take Kevin to final two. You know, you didn't nominate Summer and Betty. Like all those mistakes that happened at the end game that could have prevented his score from being low. But babe, we saw him. Your ass is shown. You showed your ass, and now it's you're out. Your ass is out, <laughs> like literally. So it's a five. That's that, girl. Here we go. We're gonna talk about one of the best Big Brother players, like literally in history. And that's- Kevin Jacobs. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Before we start, I want to preface this by um, talking to all of the haters. There are people out there who are saying Kevin's not all that. Kevin's not that girl. They said the same thing about Tiffany um, Mitchell. Um, for BB23. I just want to let y'all know that delusion will get you nowhere in this life. Mm-mm. You pretending, you living in La La Land. I don't know if you're living in Townsville. I don't know if you're living in the city of uh, Westview. Babe, if you're in Westview, babe, I don't know what multiverse you chose to, to put your mind in. I don't know if you're dreaming. But in Sleepwalking. This- I don't know what you're doing, babe. <laughs> but in this reality, Earth, bitch. 616. Kevin is that girl, bitch. Like, stay in, stay in reality, please. Like, I don't know if you need to touch grass. Look, all I'm saying is, if you don't, if you don't want to hear the truth, you should turn the video off. Like, if you want to be delusional, go touch some grass, go drink some water, go grab some ice, bite a lemon. Babe, I don't know. Um, how you... You want to talk about Kevin? Talk about Kevin. Kevin is an icon, icon. Kevin is hashtag that girl. Kevin dominated this season. As soon as merch hit, he took this game by the balls and he ran with it. And I'm not going to say, you know, I think a lot of strategic masterminds, when they get into this game, you can say they had a pretty easy, pretty easy cast. I don't think these are easy players. I think in Josh, in a season where there's no Kevin to run him, he does well. Same with Helena. If Kevin wasn't, uh, uh, fucking up Betty. She wins type shit. You know what I mean? Like, Kevin was messing up a lot of people behind the scenes. They didn't even realize it. Herman, another good example. Tanisha, another great example. Herman was in the background just fucking shit up. No one was seeing them. Like, it was given very much we don't talk about Bruno. He in the shadows (laughs) fucking the girls up and he was doing it every single week. You thought, oh, he can't do it again. Oh, there's no way he gonna make it past here. There's no way he getting past four. We had a whole video, a two hour video where we discussed why Kevin was getting four and the nigga won. Literally. He exceeds every expectation. I think he's one of the best players. He's definitely one of the modern day best players. He's damn sure the best winner. He's the if we're making all time players, BB US and BB Canada, he's top five, dead or alive. Hate to say it. He (laughs) ain't. He He ate. It's gonna be a nine for me. It's gonna be I wanna It's gonna be a nine point five. I know that's right. I, I, I mean, I think he damn near. This was a damn near perfect game, and not and that's thing. Not even on paper. If he got in reality, bitch, he got votes against him. But this was a perfect motherfucking game. I'm sorry, he ate it up. He ate it up, and I can enjoy it. And the thing is, this time I can enjoy it because. You know, even with the implicit bias and shit, my face was still making it far. Like I said, my sister Betty looking good in that third place spot, eating the girls up. You know, Josh, stupid ass. And that's the thing. It's like, if they weren't stupid, Kevin wouldn't even won. 
So mm. I can't even be mad. I can't even sit up here and be like, oh, I don't like it. I don't even like it. Because Josh is stupid. So I can't even be mad. Kevin, he ate it up. He 100% deserves this. Like, I want to see him play again. Really. I want to see people no, do it again on an all-star season. We need – We need all, I'm so glad they waited because mm-hmm. we need Kevin on an all-star season. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, girl, I agree. Like I said, I've been doing these ratings. I've been rating players. I've been rating Dan, Will, the great, you know, bitch, Nicole Franzel. Who else is the great? Who the real great? I don't know why I said her name. Anyway, why? Derek, Derek, Dan, Will, I've been rating all of them. And the things I think about when when you're one of those power top players, I think about the amount of control you had. I think about um every aspect of your game. Were you ever going home? Were you ever at risk? Like a lot of things. And babe, Kevin checks every box and i'll tell y'all dan and will they don't be having the control like that they don't be having the i'm never going home there's moments where it's like dan could go home this week oop will can go home this week oop they're nominated they're getting back doored etc baby kevin was so good every week it was like the only thing you could say is i don't know how safe he is but in reality on 616 he was <laughs> safe he was safe so it's like there was never a point where he was nominated. There was never a point where he was a backdoor option. He was never an option to be a target um, after week one. And week one was week one. So I don't know. It's really, really, it's really phenomenal. He was literally the cause of every eviction since Tanisha to Josh. You know how many fucking evictions that is? To cause, he didn't do it with the majority alliance. He didn't do it with the with the onion structure. He didn't do it with the cookout structure. He didn't do it with, he did it with himself, the minion Josh and the minion Helena. And that was it. He made them bitches literally work for him. He was like, go work, slave. Like, I don't know. Like, he was like, Helena, go work. He was like, Josh, go work. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. Like, he was puppeting them. He was, pu- you know how you shadow you sh- how how what's her name? How 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 Scarlet Witch can shadow dream? Uh, he was shadow dreaming, bitch. Helena and Josh. It's like walking, sleepwalking, Helena and Josh, and doing work. Like it was crazy, bro. Like this dude, he ate it up. I'm not gonna. Lie, I'm giving the nod. I can, I don't know who's a ten. I don't think a ten exists yet. I don't think there's been a ten player in my opinion. Because you haven't played. Because I haven't played. Um. But he's a 9.5. What time going off? He's a 9.5, right, babe. Yeah. So, <laughs> we're done, babe. Um, I'm going to put them in order. What do you think? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I want to see that. Let's see that. Wait, I want to make one adjustment. Uh, Wait, could you, could you remove the uh, season average? I, I, can, think- I, I can black it out. Yeah, do that. What do you want me to do? I want to take away the top half because I'm going to screenshot this later. And post that. Like, if we take out the average, I don't need the, we don't need the season average anymore. We just gonna post this. I'm gonna be a lot. Oh, like, you can't take off the top bar? I can, but if, if I do, which one we do? Like, delete it? Yeah, I don't want to, we don't, I don't, it doesn't need to be there no more, is what I'm saying. I don't think I can do that. Oh, that's fine then. Okay, I'm sorry. I wanna give Josh a 5.5 just because I'm being generous. Yeah, we got, we got to. I feel like with everybody else, we got to. You agree? You agree? Yeah. Okay. That's As you see, Helena and Josh was pissing us off because we had to edit it. Okay, but <laughs> we got we got real emotional. Who was thinking about it? <laughs> <laughs> no, really. Okay. 
And that works. No, it still works anyway, because the, the top shows the eviction order, and this shows the... So. Ooh, Girl, look at the top oh, five. This is cute. Look at the top five. Look who's up there. Go, girl. Tanisha, the ah. That's my girl. Why all the white people? I mean, the thing is, I don't feel like we lied. I don't think anything we. Why is it literally all the black people? It's Kevin. Oh. Ooh, are we biased? I don't think we lied though. I don't think we lied though. Where's the but where no honestly where, where did we lie? Where did we lie? Just like, so I, happened. I can see how someone could try and bullshit the argument for Gino and Jason Lynn, but no. Just so happened black people play back. Ow. I don't know what to tell y'all. We said what the fuck we said. Stephanie didn't do nothing. Just did everything wrong. Kyle did everything and wrong. Like, it don't matter because Kevin won. Y'all be happy. Be and healthy. Be healthy. So we said what the fuck we said. This final, this top five, though, this top, like this top half with Moose and above. I say it looks good, babe. It looks, it looks good. We're the best player. We can do BB23 and the cookout gonna be the top six too. So, you know, I hate oops. Opiana. Ariana. So it's giving that. <laughs> Once we concluded the season and we looked at the players as a whole, that the black players did it best. And I said what the fuck I said. So all that implicit by all that, you know, all the help white people have been giving for years, it's over, babe. We're going to have Kevin winners now. Work for it. Work for it, babe. babe. (laughs) Work for it, babe. We said what the fuck we said. Um... Do you got anything else you want to say? Child, no. This was a great. This was great. Look at Kyle at the bottom where he belongs. As he should. <laughs> As he should. This is really great. This is um, a great ranking. We ate that. We ate I that. Fear. I fear. So this is our overall full ranking. I would love to have this in my files forever because it's really cute. I can look. I can go back and look at it or whatever. I think we did really good. I think we were pretty damn accurate. Herman Helena about what and what. Summer Tanisha about what and what. Josh Betty about what and what. We did what the fuck we did. We said what the fuck we said. Purr, we good? We good. Now, everybody, this is the conclusion to a whole season. Oh, my God. This was our first official season of any show ever on this podcast. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in and watching and supporting us and continuing on and traveling us through the season. Please check back in with us when Big Brother 24 comes, when folks check out our Survivor videos, when BB Canada 11 All-Stars, babes. We will be here and we will be there, bitch. So make sure you are checking for us. Make sure you are watching for us. To keep up with us, go ahead and follow us on our social media at T-Reality Kingdom. Girl, tell your friends, tell your wives, tell your sister, tell your brother. Like, uh-huh. her. Uh, with that being said, Thank you for joining us for this season of BB Canada 10. Big Booger, Big Booger Canada. We are, we out. Back your tea out. Your tea out. I know that's right. Hello. <laughs> 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 <laughs>